Hey, I'm Dr. T, and this is That's Totally Normal, a podcast dedicated to explaining what's happening to your body during puberty. On this episode, sexual attraction. So have you felt it yet? The butterflies in your chest, the stomach flip, the excitement of passing a certain someone in the hall at school? Or how about skin flushing, dry mouth, fumbling for words, and sweaty palms? Developing crushes and sexual attraction for others can be a roller coaster of emotions. So if you haven't felt it yet, buckle up. While most of us can't pinpoint the exact moment we had our first crush, we can usually identify a period of time that romantic feelings started to creep into our lives and become daily thoughts. This period of time is, of course, puberty. So let's hear from a listener who's going through it. Is it normal to enjoy flirting and have crushes, but to not want to have sex yet? This is a great question, and one that we can use to define exactly what we're talking about today. The term sexual attraction really doesn't mean sex. Don't worry, we'll talk about that in another episode. Instead, it's a way to describe having romantic feelings towards someone. You know, feelings like wanting to be with them, holding hands, kissing, and sharing other parts of a relationship with them in a way that you wouldn't think of doing with friends. So to answer the question, it's totally normal to have crushes, but not be ready for sex yet. In fact, that's the natural progression of feelings through puberty. You crush first, and usually crush often. Well, to be fair, I've had my fair share of celebrity crushes, which is like a whole different thing. But when I have a crush on someone, it's not like, oh, like for a week. Like it's a long time. Because the guy, I had a crush on him for like, what, four or five months? It was pretty crazy. I've had a couple of crushes. It's definitely exciting, a little bit nerve wracking, but overall it's really kind of a fun and scary experience at the same time, but it's definitely exciting. I mean, of course I had like those like crushes in kindergarten like that like everyone has, but I guess I like it when I have a crush because it's like, ooh, like that feeling. I just love that feeling. As with most things that happen during puberty, hormones are responsible for turning on our ability to be attracted to someone romantically. I mean, it's not exactly an on-off light switch, but it's more like one of those lights on a dimmer and the slow rise of sex hormones during puberty are responsible for that effect. For those with male body parts, testosterone is the main hormone running the sexual attraction show. While it's thought to be some combination of estrogen and testosterone in those with female body parts that dictates romantic feelings. Even small levels of these hormones have the potential to influence sexual attraction. So it's natural to start developing crushes very early in puberty. As puberty progresses, so do feelings of sexual attraction. So that's pretty basic. But what exactly is happening with romantic feelings? And what's up with the weird things that our bodies do when we're around people that we're attracted to? It turns out that our brains do some very specific signaling of their own that make the feelings associated with sexual attraction so darn rewarding and uncomfortable. Let's start with the good feelings. Thinking of or being around someone we're sexually attracted to generally causes our brains to increase dopamine signaling. Dopamine is a molecule that's used by our brains to send signals of pleasure, being turned on, and feeling reward. And it's the reason why crushes can be so darn fun. It feels good when dopamine gets going. It's also why crushes can feel kind of addicting. 
Dopamine is a signaling molecule that loves itself. So when something exciting enters the picture, like seeing a crush, or thinking about a crush, or getting a text from a crush, dopamine just wants more. And that's why sexual attraction can sometimes feel a bit obsessive, which is totally normal and it's not your fault. Sexual attraction can preoccupy our thoughts because our brain loves the way it feels. Over time, the dopamine signaling calms down, but at first, it's really active. I start laughing a lot, like nervous laughter, and I'm just like, <laughs> so funny. Sometimes, I know this is kind of weird, but like sometimes I like tremble a little bit. Like it's not very noticeable, but like I notice it and I'm just like, oh my God, stop. But if I'm like, like if the person is like around me, I'll just, like, I'll just start trembling. But what's up with the blushing, sweating, and increase in your heart rate? A different signaling molecule, called norepinephrine, is to blame for those side effects. Just like dopamine, seeing or thinking about a crush causes norepinephrine to be released into the body, which in turn causes all of the embarrassing physical responses to sexual attraction, including the butterflies and stomach flips. Not everyone will have such obvious norepinephrine surges. In fact, studies have shown that people who are more outgoing tend to have smaller surges, while people who are a little more shy, like me, tend to have bigger norepinephrine surges. Seriously, it was never a mystery who I had a crush on. My face would turn beet red. I'm someone who turns like red easily. So I guess I do blush sometimes. It's always like been like, oh, are you just like embarrassed? Or also are you blushing because you have a crush on them? I get butterflies in my stomach, blushing cheeks. I can just feel adrenaline coursing through me. Um, yeah, my heart races. So the dopamine surge makes sense, but why norepinephrine? The whole evolutionary benefit is to essentially balance out your intense rush of emotions. Dopamine says, hey, this feeling is great. While norepinephrine says, whoa, let's be a little cautious here. The good news is that over time, those signals tend to calm down, allowing you to have a normal, nerve-free conversation with that person. You know, until the next crush comes along. And that's basically the why and how of sexual attraction during puberty. Don't be ashamed if you've got a few crushes, or if you're not quite ready to think of romance with another person. Everyone experiences sexual attraction at their own pace and in their own way. And remember, just because you feel sexual attraction towards someone doesn't mean that you have to want to have sex. It can be fun just to be around someone. We'll have more on attraction in the coming episodes, but in the meantime, try to enjoy those stomach flips. Before we go, I want to thank you all for listening to That's Totally Normal. If you ever have any questions for me, submit them via my website, on Seeker's social media, or write to us at that's totally normal at seeker.com. Remember, everything is completely anonymous, which means we won't use your name on the show. However, if you're really concerned about something going on or think you need medical attention, please talk to a doctor, a parent, or an adult you feel safe talking to. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate it. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. As you probably noticed, our episodes feature thoughts from various young people. I want to thank Noah, Bogey, Lucy, Matilda, RJ, Maverick, Carolina, Kai, and Rohan for participating in our show. Some of these young volunteers are ambassadors for Amaze. Amaze takes the awkward out of sex ed. 
real info in fun, animated videos that give you all the answers you actually want to know about sex, your body, and relationships. Visit amaze.org for videos on puberty, sexual orientation, gender identity, healthy relationships, and more. That's Totally Normal is a podcast created by Seeker and Trax. The show is hosted and written by me, Dr. Tessa Commerce. Emily Feld is our producer. Caroline Roth, Brian Simagala, and Matt Morales are our Seeker producers. Our editor and sound designer is John Ross. Our executive producers are Brett Kushner and Brian Pendergast. Thanks for listening. Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.